I mean, seriously, Al, why would you bother going to the beach? Everything there wants to kill you, eat you, fuck you up, make your life miserable. I'm living proof that's not necessarily true. Yeah, but you put up with crap all the time and then think it's okay. <laughs> haven't been attacked by a shark yet. Yeah, but you like having sand in your crotch. I don't think anyone likes that, but you're willing well, to accept it. I'm not willing to accept it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not willing to accept that a, a miniature octopus can kill me with one bite. Well, don't poke it. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a fucking... If I stood on it, and I, like, because I can see under the water from above it. I, I don't think that's literally ever happened to anyone. No one steps on a blue ring octopus. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> the, honest, the beach is fucked up. It's just nothing good going on there. What about... Well, for me, the biggest thing about going to the beach is going surfing. Catching waves. Not interested. <laughs> Doesn't care. No. I think but I'd... you could go surfing and get eaten by a shark. Like the fucking bloke did at Windang. Half his well, he got nibbled by a shark. He, he got he got chomped on by a shark. I think that dude's going to be okay. The shark thought he was a chopper chop. I reckon most shark attacks are just mistaken identity. Plus... That guy had like the trifecta of, you know, factors to get bitten by a shark. What? There's been runoff from rain. He's at the mouth of an estuary and it was early in the morning. They're like three danger zones for a shark attack. Are they? And he's like, piled them all into one lump. I didn't know any of that, but I want to get another that <laughs> top tip for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll t- here's a top tip. If you don't want to get bitten by a shark, don't go in the fucking water at sea. Yeah. But you got to die or something, man. Oh yeah, let's make it. Let's make that happen sooner somehow, shall we? Is that the theory we're working on? Obviously, the statistics back it up as well, though. There's not there's not that many people getting killed by shark attacks, right? I mean, I feel bad the guy got bit bit on the foot, but he wasn't very proactive in sort of improving his chances. But Fair enough. I mean, that's an equation. Every surfer, you know, you got to make peace with that before you can go surfing. Accept the risk. Is he going to lose his foot? Do you know, I, I didn't read that much. Oh, I literally didn't read the article, but everyone at work was talking about it. But if he if he got out of the surf by himself and like his foot wasn't gone, I think he's going to be okay. So it must have been a pussy shark then. Oh, you don't know. Like I said, they have a nibble, realise it's not a nice... Yeah, but a great white has a nibble, nice bit your leg's sniffer. gone. Yeah, we don't get many great whites around here. So it must have been something like a miniature reef shark, a, a dwarf tiger shark or something well again in that environment maybe a bull shark they're often found in estuaries yeah right so I, they might be able to tell actually from the bite pattern what type and how big it'd be funny if it turns out it was just a groper <laughs> just, well they're it's, all socked his foot to death they're all fish I've seen some big gropers when I've been diving I don't know why they call them gropers and it's not that they come up well, and squeeze your boobs do they <laughs> you just <laughs> Why is yeah. it called a grouper? Uh, I don't know. Well, some people call it a grouper. Yeah, Americans, they can't talk Probably. properly anyway. So hang on, you're telling me you go diving in the ocean, but you won't go to the beach? Yeah, but that's like how further... Like, so really, it's not that you're worried about the sharks and the blue ring octopus, you're just worried about the sand. No, I don't like the waves. The waves piss me off. I could teach you. No, fuck the waves. <laughs> I, I like diving, I like going under the water, I just don't like everything else. Well, conveniently, that's the easiest way to get past the wave is to go under it. Yeah, I know, but you still got the sand and the rocks and the seaweed and all that. Like, you go out heaps far and you don't have to worry about any of that shit. Except then that's where the sharks are. 
Yeah, but when you're diving with a group of people, there's always somebody keeping an eye out for you. I was like, herd strength. <laughs> you just improve your odds. If they're going to eat someone, you know, like, other people to choose from. It seems like surfers get chomped on a lot more than divers do, though. Yeah, it's definitely like a numbers game. Like, there's heaps more people surfing. But again, they're going to put themselves in those um, situations. The common ones early in the morning, right? conditions are usually quite like you don't have as much wind in the morning so an early surf is usually your best shot of the day and that's yeah also when the sharks tend to be cruising around feeding right yeah so you kind of put yourself into the uh the buffet as it were lucky uh you live in a spot that's nowhere near the beach (laughs) in between a lake (laughs) and the ocean come on man you gotta come around that's that's what i'm thinking right now could give it another chance. Uh, I'll go. i go to the beach with the dogs, and that's it. I don't mind walking along the beach, and even that shits me because I've got to fucking get sand off me. And mm. uh. oh man, we'll get your confidence up. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll... I'm not unconfident. I'll go in the water. I just fucking hate the beach. I don't like the beach. It's fucked up. You either get sunburnt, sand everywhere. It's just there's nothing good going on there. Nothing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Survey would say you're in the minority, but. Fair enough. Well, I see more people shopping at the shops than I do down the beach. That's a sad state of affairs. So, I mean, going on that stat, I think they're with me. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And shopping's tricky. I I had a struggle with shopping this week. Ordered some uh, Lego from the the website. Yep. Um, not, Not just because I was getting some stuff for my daughter's birthday. But um, they had an item back in stock that I had on my wish list. So I thought, yep, beauty, chuck that in the cart. It was perfect. It topped me up to the point where we had free shipping. Happy days. What it was was like a ceramic mug in the shape of like a Lego man head. Like a coffee mug? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But awesome. Add that to the add that to the collection. Have a maybe a fresh mug for work. So the package arrives. Open it up. The mug, it's been designed... Probably not even big enough for a child. It's tiny. I think the volume it would hold would be maybe like 200 mils max. Are you sure it's not an egg cup? If you had a big... Yeah, it's borderline. Like an, it could be a goose egg cup. It's so disappointing. And of course, when I went back and checked the website, there was like one and a half star rating on it. Every single review is talking about how pitifully small it is. So probably my fault. I'll have to cop that one, so it... So you didn't look at the reviews? No, I'd, I'd just seen the picture of it. It was like a clever design. But at the time, I couldn't buy it because it was out of stock. Put it on the wish list. So when I was putting this order together, just on a whim, bang, just chucked it in because it was in stock. I'm like, beauty, grab one before they run out again. Didn't really look into it. Didn't even cross my mind that it would be a cup designed for ants. Did you at least use the Honey app to get some discounts <laughs> I know I know the app I've never used it I don't know if it works with lego it works, on, com. works on some fucking sites I would have thought they'd work on it works on Harvey Norman's <laughs> kind of catching up to the 21st century are they yeah well I mean, on- I was, online shopping I was what? Looking, at, looking at some stuff online I just thought I'd see if the app worked and it did on Harvey Norman's I thought it was a bizarre one for it to work on but anyway did you actually need to buy anything or it was just... No, no, I was just, I just, I literally had just put the app on and I thought, oh, I wonder if it works with something as stupid as Harvey Norman's. Yep. So what do you have to do? Do you have to go to the website or does it tell you which... No, so you, you install, you install the app. Mm-hmm. 
you have to go to the website and then install it and it's an add-on to your browser yep so when you go into a into a site it figure, figures out if you it can knows get... it's a shopping site right and it pops up on the top and then it has sure. a little little um notification to say oh yeah we know this site or we've mm-hmm. and then you can click on it and it says we've got coupons so you find whatever it is you want to buy you put it in the in the basket and then when you go to the checkout it starts doing its magic and it starts going right well i've got coupons that can apply we've applied the coupons or it will just say no you've already got the best deal yep that sounds really cool yeah so it must drive the websites a bit crazy though that everyone's like Getting their best deals. Well, I don't think many people like. I don't think it's widely known. I think it's a more American thing because I picked it up from. I watched this um, dude on YouTube um, that like buys cars that have been like written off or whatever, like Ferraris mm. and whatnot. They've been written off, and he rebuilds them, and then um, obviously sells them or keeps them, or whatever he's going to do with them. But a lot of the parts that he buys, he buys them online. But he uses this yep. honey thing, and he saves shitloads of money on parts on it all the time. Yeah, nice. So um, he. I mean, with YouTube, as you're probably aware, a lot of the YouTube videos that a lot of people are making money making these YouTube videos, mm-hmm. YouTube have cancelled a lot of that now, so people are having to get sponsorship. So I think one of his videos was actually sponsored by Honey as well. Uh, okay, so <laughs> there's a bit of product placement going yeah, on. Yeah, but it works, because I've tried it. Like it's, I was looking at some textbooks today for uni. Bang, popped up with a 5% discount from this bookstore. So, I mean, it's not a lot, but 5% is better than nothing. Yeah, when you're a poor student, every bit counts. Especially when you've got to buy textbooks that are $190 a pop. It's pretty outrageous, isn't it? And then I realised, fuck that, I'm not going to buy them at all. I'm just going to go on the library because you, mm. you can go on the like the library from uni now and you can check the book out onto your computer for 21 days. Oh, that's pretty good. So why the fuck would I buy it when I could just do that for nothing? The funny thing I remember about the textbook thing was you'd be taking the course by a certain professor and like the prescribed text is his textbook. So it's like, they force you to buy their book. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a pretty good hustle you got going on here, professor. Yeah. I see, I see you. I spent about <laughs> two hours today trying to look for Catherine's psychology ones online to see if I could find any free PDF download ones. Mm. Cause, um, I've done that before with, um, workshop manuals. Yep. yep. Find a free PDF, but, um, yeah, textbooks. So I think are a bit harder to, to get as free, free deals. Yeah, I think when you get into triple digits, it seems pretty unreasonable, right? That a, a book could cost that much. It's mental. It's it's. There's no need for it. It's an absolute rot, and they and it's and they know that you have to buy them. The funny thing is, this particular book that Catherine's after, it retail price is one hundred and fifty nine dollars. It's only used at that uni. It's not used at Wollongong Uni because mm. I tried to look for it on in the library. Right, so they library. don't have it. They don't stock it or anything. No, never even heard of it. Sort of thing. Um, so I went to um, Zoocall or whatever it's called. I don't know if you've heard of that site. It's an no. Australian um, entrepreneur that started a text textbook site, and they're fucking hell cheap. Yep, sixty nine bucks. Yeah. So why wouldn't I buy it from there? Freaking dodgy Dave's best bargains. Yep. I have to change the name of the podcast. Yeah, I might. We might have to start getting some. Uh, Sponsorship. Sponsorship going on here. I'm giving all these <laughs> names out for all these people and helping them, but yeah, anyway. I don't know if we've got the business case to support it. I don't know. We've got 12 listeners. Come on. <laughs> as, long, as long as they all buy an they'll 80, buy a $80 textbook. textbook. $190 textbook. <laughs> I mean, that's over over $2,000. Oh, man. Uh, well, the world of wheeling and dealing in sports was 
kind of busy this week. I know you were telling me about some action at the Wanderers. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the Sydney FC have lost a player. Brandon O'Neill's pissed off somewhere right. from Sydney FC. Got and, a better offer, huh? Yeah. Oh, well. Um, they, <laughs> well, funny enough, the one thing I haven't spoke to you about um, with the Wanderers is there's a an overseas team are looking at uh, Keanu Bacchus, um, a young mm. um, midfielder. And uh, he's been valued at around 400000 Australian dollars, which is probably about right for a, a trade. And in terms of the A League, where does that put him? Sort of, it's towards the top, or nah, not really. But I mean, it's it's you know, it's middle of the pack. He's doing okay. Good money. Wanderers turn around. Yeah, yeah, you can buy him for a million. <laughs> so they would prefer to keep him. No, I think they're just stupid. <laughs> just incapable of value it yeah so the funny the funny thing that or the why you're bringing it up was the um last night the wanderers announced that they've just bought a new store getting a new striker from england and i don't know if he's going to be any good or not he's an irish guy he's been playing in in uk he has played in the premier league i don't think he played for very long in the premier league but he's gone down to like league one um playing for Notts forest or whatever i think that's who he was playing for last but um He's only he's not got huge numbers in goals, but anyway, scoring goals. What, what sort of age is he? Thirty-two, something like that. Ooh. But this is a standard standard wanderers. They'll just buy some guy because he sounds like he might be good because he's from somewhere that might be good. And um, anyway, as soon as he comes up, like my first reaction was like, "Oh, well, it looks like Mia's gone," mm. which is probably not a bad thing because Mia's really not done anything since he's come here. He scored one goal. Supposed to be the wonder striker from the Bundesliga. Yep. You know, he's won the golden boot there a few times and all the rest of it comes here, does nothing. Don't know whether it's completely his fault, I, but... I bet he's been at the beach. <laughs> just living it up. Yeah, well, the last <laughs> few games he hasn't, he hasn't been at, even at the game uh, or playing or anything like that. But anyway, so, yeah, this sure morning, morning they announced <laughs> uh, we've mutually agreed that on for personal reasons, Mia's gone home. Yeah. And I th- those personal reasons are, you're fired. Yep. We don't like you. We want you to go away. You're dog shit and you're costing us too much money. Oh, man, this all sounds all too familiar. It's been the path of the, the Hawks this season too. But are the Hawks constantly changing their lineup and constantly changing their formation? Uh, they kind of had been this season, actually. Well, that's why they're not winning games. And that's exactly why Wanderers aren't winning games because they're not setting a lineup and going, we're sticking with this and you're going to get better at it. Yeah, They just keep changing it. It's actually gone to the point now where they've had so many issues with the import players that they've actually had a squad of young guys, the development players, Aussie Aussie kids, yeah. who have actually done that now. They've gotten lots of minutes, played together, and they're actually playing really well. And compared to the other teams, it's a bit of a mismatch still because we don't have the top tier players that the imports usually represent, but the young guys have been playing their butts off. I heard that the mellow ball might be back this week. The news today was he's never going to play another NBL game in his life. Where, where did you see that? It was all over the press today. Really? Yeah. I thought it said that his bruised foot was better, better and he was... It's better, but he ain't coming back. He's, his sights are set on NBA. Oh, well, I guess... Are you sure the sights are set on the NBA or are they set on Mr. Crown? <laughs> yeah, I think he's... Uh, Little NBL experiments done, concluded. Fair enough. Probably just enough to be eligible for the draft, and that's it. Yeah, right. So, I think the general impression I got from Hawks fans is they're not too bitter about it. They're 
appreciate what he did do for the club. And what? Nothing. No, no. Well, he's continued to do a lot of community stuff while he's been injured. So, you know, he's done it in the right spirit. But you can look at it in a fairly cynical way that he's protecting the rest of his career, which is, you know, if he goes big in the NBA, he's sure to be pretty lucrative, right? Yeah, fair enough. So, tough, tough deal for the Hawks. I'm sure they would have loved to have him back. But the reality is, like, we're out of playoff contention now. So... I'm saying where the typical fan thing. I'm just putting myself in with the team, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're pretty much done. But hopefully, that core of young dudes I was talking about, they stick around next year. You know, no one gets crazy and wants to fire the new coach and build from here. He'll be gone. I'm surprised our coach has lasted <laughs> as long as what he has. <laughs> I don't think it's quite as ruthless in the in the basketball as it is in the soccer clubs. Well, it's funny because even when they posted this thing about the new player, they were like. Mm. Oh, well, if they don't win this week, you best fucking buy your plane ticket, bitch. Oh, for the coach? Yeah. It's, it does seem crazy to me that, like you said, there's just no willingness to just sort of settle down and give it some time to He's to on year out. two. He's on his second oh, year. yeah. He, and he's... <laughs> I, honestly, I, I'm not one for sacking coaches, but this bloke's really taking the fucking piss. Yeah, well, there's no feeling of hope or optimism around it. Well, know. not when he keeps changing the fucking... Just, there's no... Like every fucking week, there's something di- he's done something different, and it's like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Like, Instead of build, building on what is working. Yeah, and the other, the other thing that he does too, which really shits me up the wall, is they'll put their line out on Facebook, and it'll have, like, it'll be a picture of a, a like a football pitch, right? Football pitch, and they'll have the players and where they where they're positioned. They're never there. They're never in those positions. It's always different. And I'm like, why the fuck are you even putting it out to show everyone when you're not even fucking doing that? Sure. So, like, you reckon just last minute changes or? No, he's just, he's, I don't think he's got any in- intention. I think it's just like, eh, that'll do. That'll do. Just get it out to the fans. Cause, but the thing is, the lineups that they show on the fucking, on Facebook, like when they, this is what the lineup we're going to have, it'll be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, this is actually going to work. And then you get out and then. <laughs> this bloke's the other side and this bloke's somewhere else and you're just like what the fuck is this like it's just back to the same shit that does sound frustrating yeah so it's, it's fucking crazy <laughs> who are they playing this weekend uh, Perth oof so women are playing well, it, well look it's a it's a back to back game women are playing first so we might you know we've got a chance of watching the team win one yeah okay. well that last match they pumped in five goals against yeah it was good they, they had Sydney. their first loss though Last week, I think. Oh, that's bound but to happen, I guess. Did I? Uh, did you? I don't know if you've kept up with the W League, but uh, Wanderers have. Um, they they had a friendly game against China, the national China team. The national squad pumped them two 0 That's a pretty good performance. Yeah, it's eh? good. eh? like it. From what I saw, man, they were pretty dominant against Sydney. Yeah, I think this week, I think I will say what I was going to say last week when the blokes come out and they run over to our side of the pitch. I think I'm going to yell out to them. Did you, I hope you watch that fucking game. That's how you win a game, you fucking pricks. <laughs> you think they're not trying? No, I actually don't think they're trying. This is the problem. Yeesh. They're either not trying or they don't give a fuck. And if that's the case, fuck off. Yeah, well... Because I didn't pay a fucking shitload of money to go and watch them fucking tank all their games. <laughs> uh, the, the ups and downs of being a sports fan, eh? Anyway. Might be a bit wet this weekend when we go too. Yeah, I saw. I'm not going to talk about the weather, are we? <laughs> I was like, oh, I was going to saw the forecast. 
Did no, no, no. <laughs> Who's going to talk about weather that's already happened by the time people hear this? Uh, let's... <laughs> yeah, well, wet match could provide some, some thrills. Yeah, hopefully. Some sick slide tackles. Maybe. You know, rip someone's leg in half. It's not the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. I think that's what I've come to realise is like a football spectator. You've got to find your thrills where you can in a soccer match because if you're relying on goals, you could have a bad time. Yeah. Not not having a sledge at the sport, but that's that's pretty much what happens. Yeah, I, I, I like to yell abuse at the referee. That's my, my thing. <laughs> well, I think that's what the, um, the RBB are about, right? They're having a good time no matter what's happening on the pitch. Yeah. And if they win, bonus. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they've been I don't know the last couple of years they've just been a little bit they're getting on my nerves like because I was in the RBV and I just like yeah, fucking on my they're just pissing me off they're just trying to trash the fucking stadium and just dumb shit and it's like yeah. I don't need to be involved in this crap anymore like, yeah they're, they're there for uh, different reasons yeah yeah anyway I'm there to I'm there to watch the football and they're getting the shits because I want to sit there and watch the football and I'm not fucking jumping around like a fucking spastic yeah, well, well, fair enough. So I moved. And now you're happy living the non-RBB lifestyle. Well, happy enough, I guess. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not renewing my membership at the end of the year, put it that way. I've got to be honest, man. I've been thinking the same thing about my Hawks tickets as well. Eh? It's just a waste of money for, for me, I think. How so? Well, it's a fucking effort to get up there, as you're aware. Yeah, up to the North Parramatta. Yeah, so it's a bit of an effort to get there. I don't think the bloke that owns the club gives a fuck about the fans. I don't think the players give a fuck about the fans, even though we're paying their fucking wages. Right. Um, what, what would they have to do to turn it around? Keep keep your uh, interest? They're going to have to fucking get themselves into the finals and at least get into the semis. Okay, so it would be a performance-based thing. Yeah, I think... Not just performance, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I get, I really get the feeling like the owner just don't give a flying fuck. He just bought it for the prestige mm. and there's no fucks given whatsoever. And he's, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's a multitude of things. Like the signings are fucking shit. They never get a decent signing. The fact that we get good players come in, they last a year and they fuck off to another team in the A-League. And then they start yeah. blitzing it in another team <laughs> when they were dog shit when they were with us. Like, That's our, right. You have our, to wonder, right? Our goalkeeper, Redmayne, was fucking rubbish. Like, honestly, the worst goalkeeper in the A-League. Yeah. He's now over at Sydney FC, probably one of the best goalkeepers in the A-League. And he's been put, called up to play for fucking Australia a couple of times as well now. Yeah, so just a change of environment all of a sudden. Playing yeah. different. Yeah. yeah, so, it's, I mean, that's got to tell you something. Yeah. So no, I know where you're coming from. I think for me, with the Hawks, it, it, the performance has been disappointing. Um, with pretty early in the season, realizing there's probably no prospects whatsoever to even make the finals. Yeah, but doing other stuff as well, where they've they organise like a couple of away home games where they'll go and play in like regional or rural yeah. stadiums, and so they're expecting fans to travel, but then the members still have to buy their tickets for that venue as well yeah they do that with um, the A-League they have one regional round yeah and you got to that does, that's not included yeah so they do give you a discount but it's kind of like so you've got to be asked to go all the way to somewhere like Canberra and then pay to watch the game yeah I mean nobody, and wants, this to, season, nobody wants to go to Canberra well <laughs> 
<laughs> and th- this season, you're going to be watching them lose. Yeah. Odds are. So, yeah. How many? They've only won one game, haven't they? No, no, that's not true. I think they've won about five. Are you sure? Yeah. But that's terrible because then they've lost another 12. So it's a way below 500. Yep. Sort of win percentage, which, yeah, <laughs> not great. But it was a bit unlucky. But I think, yeah, if, if, if they secure some of those young guns I was telling you about, if they're if they're going to stay in the squad and get minutes, I think my attitude might be a bit more optimistic. Fair enough. Because they kind of hook you in as well. Where if you renew year to year, that's at a discounted rate as well. So if you give up your membership, if you ever want to come back, you can't kind of come back in at full rate. Yeah, well, see, the Wanderers don't give any discounts like that at me. all. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> just get pumped just as hard. In fact, you're better off. You're better off if you wait till halfway through the season, then buy a half membership, and then it's less than half. It's they it works out at like ten dollars a game. Oh right, because they just want to fill the empty seats at that stage. Yeah. Whereas I paid full whack at the beginning <laughs> of the season, <laughs> yeah. and it worked out at about fucking seventy dollars a game. Per ticket. Something like that, man. It's fucking mental. Like I paid fifteen hundred bucks for three three tickets, and one of them is a child's ticket. Yep. And I think we get like. 12, maybe 16 games at home. Right. <laughs> the wheels are turning. Numbers. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, so your half, halfway tickets are probably half price. Yeah. Per per game, once you break it down. Yeah. So mm. uh, We've just decided next year, instead of getting membership, we'll just maybe pick a couple of games we want to go to. Oh, yeah. The other thing too is they fucked us with the draw as well. Every fucking year we're like, oh yeah, they'll be like they're gonna show they're gonna have like five o'clock in the afternoon games, which is be perfect, or three o'clock in the afternoon on Sundays or Saturdays, and then Fox Sports or ABC got involved and they're like, nah, nah, we need to change them all because we can't show them at that time of the day. So they changed all the fucking times, like literally a week before the the season started. Awesome. So everyone's calendars were fucking wrong, and then. All the games that we thought we were going to be able to go to couldn't, like with with the baby and with because they were later at night. Because they were later at night. Um, yeah, because so then because it's not just the match. Then you have got the drama. Well, not drama, but the effort of getting home. Yeah, from there. The earliest game we've got this year now is at six thirty in the afternoon on Sunday. Yeah, and the rest of them all been seven thirty, eight o'clock kickoffs. It's just like it's fucking shit. Like you go to Premier League, most games are on a Saturday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Like, mm. that's the fucking time you should be playing football. That's when the fans want to get... Like, if they did it... This is how fucking dumb the A-League are, right? If they <laughs> fucking did it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday or Sunday, they would get fucking packed stadiums every fucking week, week in, week out, because people would be like, yeah, I could go to the football, I can get home after the football, spend time with my family, or I can go to the football, get pissed up, and fucking enjoy my time with my mates afterwards. Or, or an afternoon game, actually, freaking take your family, right? Yeah. Instead of, instead of, oh, uh, fuck, it's eight o'clock at night. It's not going to finish till 10, you know. And in my case, it means I'm not going to get home until gone midnight. Yeah. It fucking ruins the night and it fucks you next day too because you're knackered when you get home. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, uh, what do I fucking know? <laughs> Obviously not enough to fucking run the A-League. fucking dumb cunts. And they whinge that they don't get enough fucking fans at the games. Yeah. It makes you wonder if they even talk 
talk to the fans and find out what they want. Oh, they don't give a fuck, mate. Because Fox Sports go, oh, we'll give you fucking $5 million a year they if you the shots, if yeah. you if you play it at the time we want you to fucking play it at prime time because that's when everyone's at home wanting to watch the games mm. fucking brilliant they should do what they fucking do in England don't you can't fucking show the games tough shit you get one game you can show later on after the game's finished yeah I, th- I think that's probably the case for a lot of sports now that it's all about the TV rights and that that channel and yeah the the fans are actually at the live events are often the ones getting the shaft, right? Yeah. Yeah, but the thing with the Premier League is the the games are like 20, 30 pounds a ticket, if you're a member, mm. which is good value. It's at two o'clock in the afternoon. You know that the place is going to be packed because it is illegal for anybody to show it on TV. Oh, like a blackout. There's law. a blackout law on a Saturday afternoon. Yep. So 85 to 90% of the games are on at that time. Mm. They're not allowed to be shown live. Yeah, so if, if you're keen on the on the team... You've got to go and watch you're it. You're there in person, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know they do the same thing in the States for a lot of their pro sports, like the NBA, NHL. Yeah. And the regional blackout. But the, the, main, the thing with it is, I was looking at the stats the other day, the stadiums are full to 97 to 98% capacity. Yeah. Like, Every week. It doesn't get anything like that for a lot of sports in Australia. Oh, mate, you go to... Like, what, what's this new stadium we got? This 40,000 people in that Bank West, roughly? Something mm-hmm. like that? You'd be fucking lucky if there's 9,000 people at the game. It's pathetic. It's kind of crazy that they'd even build a stadium that size without a plan to fill it up, right? Oh, well, they, their plan was, oh, people will come if we build it. Field of Dreams. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much what they worked on. I mean, that's what they're working on over in East, Eastern Sydney, in the Eastern Suburbs. They're going to mm. build this new fucking $1 billion fucking stadium, or whatever it is. Yeah. No cunt will fucking turn up to that either. Is Guarantee it. Out of the way, is it? No, well, it's not that it's out of the way. It's just nobody will fucking turn up. They never do. Like, when they already had the stadium there, over at um, the... Yeah, yeah. So it's not like anything changes. No, nothing's going to change. <laughs> like you might get the first game; it'll be packed just because everyone wants to go and check it out, and then they'll go same shit. It's the same as every other fucking stadium in Australia. You go there, the beers are fucking rip off. It's yeah. only mid strength. The food's <laughs> shit and costs a fucking fortune. Yeah, you've just basically fucking had to sell a kidney to go and watch a football so, game. I think I think most people have gone to a, a live match know exactly what you're talking about, mate. I ha- that's another it's, reason it's why I don't great, want to renew it? my membership. Like we go to the football, we've already paid a premium to get there, and I've had to fucking drive two hours to get up there and two hours to get home. Then I get fucking rorted on the fucking price of food and drink. Mm. Like we buy fucking coke and it's six dollars seventy or whatever it is for a fucking bottle of coke. Yeah, like it doesn't cost that much. I know how much a fucking bottle of Coke cost them. It's cost them about 50 fucking cents. Well, yeah. I mean, if you go to just a corner shop, you know, a block away, it's, it's like half the price. $2.70 or three bucks or whatever. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. It's an absolute fucking joke. And it's borderline fucking illegal, I reckon. Bring out the guillotine. Fuck them cunts. That's why I don't like fucking buying food that when I go to the games. And you get all fucking make, take the piss out of me. But it's seriously, it's a fucking massive finger up the bum to the fucking members. It really is. Anyway, sort it out. Yeah, sort it out. Professional football and teams. You fucking buy like that hot dog I bought last time. It was like fucking eight dollars for a shit hot dog, and the fucking I seriously, I, that bread must have been a fucking week old if it wasn't a fucking day. Yeah, it was fucking stale as shit and cold. The fucking hot dog. Well, that's definitely sounding like a one star review. Ah, oh, mid strength beer. That's a fucking rip. That is. 
fucking $7 or whatever it is, or $8 for a fucking midi, a plastic cup of fucking mid-strength fucking piss. You drink three of them and you end up with a fucking headache before you go home. Yeah. And like you said, they wonder why people want to stay at home and watch it on on Foxtel and yeah. the comfort of their own living room. And all they're doing is alienating more and more people. Like, I've done this now for five years or whatever it is I've been going to these games. I can't fucking do it anymore. It's just... I put up with it through through the time, the three years we're at ANZ. I did that mm. with the hope that we were going back home. We're going back to Bank West. The stadium was going to be a new stadium, but, you know, on the hope that it was going to be run like the old stadium... Not a fucking chance. No. The old stadium was brilliant. You'd fucking go up to the bar, you could get fucking scotch and coke, and they had the fucking, like, a normal bar where they push the glass. Actually made a drink, yeah. they make the fucking drink. Like, it was awesome. No, same as every other fucking stadium. Yeah. That's a real bummer, isn't it? Yeah. It was a disappointment, I must admit. Like, we walked up to the stadium, was like, this is fucking sick stadium. How good is it really going to be when we go inside it? Looked at the menu, the drinks, and I was like, fuck's sake. They've, they've ruined it. They fucked us. Well, you need something to cheer you up, Dave. Yeah. I've got one for you that might make you happy. Maybe. Let's, let's hear it. My, um, as you know, my in-laws live up the road. Alison's parents. Yeah. They've had some dramas with their neighbor. They've got cats that have... Shoot them. Shoot them. Fought all this sort of nonsense. And it got to the point where... Um, they had to actually get rid of one of their cats because it kept on going next door and harassing this other cat. So who, wait a minute, your, parent, your parents-in-law's cat? Yeah. They had to get rid of their cat? They had two cats. Well, did you tell them they shouldn't have cats anyway? I feel pretty pretty strongly around that idea of cats roaming the neighbourhood. Yeah. And this is where the story picks up. Yeah. Turns out yesterday, the neighbour's cat got run over and killed. Boom. Yeah. I'm not big on that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't like cats, and I say shoot them, but to be honest, it's not not the act. But uh, yeah, I don't it's know. not that I take joy in the cat getting killed. It's just that after all this fuss and drama over the fucking cats, boom, it got taken out. But the the icing on the cake was the owners jumped on like the local like the neighbourhood Facebook group, yeah, and said, "Oh, it's pretty slack. If you hit a if you hit a cat, you should stop." And nah. And, like, people were, like, firing at him saying, well, why's your fucking cat out? And, like, it just got heated. They're like, oh, fuck, you're, you're a slack bastard for saying that. And it's, like, fully, like, arcing up. Because <laughs> through the whole, the whole thing with the, the cats getting, getting into it, like, the neighbours were kind of, they were pretty dick, like, they are dickheads about it. Like, they started putting up, like, security cameras and shit to, like, surveil to make sure the cats weren't, coming over the fence and all that sort of nonsense. And I was like, it's just so overboard. Yeah. Because all they were doing was like, it was basically that I think their cats were trying to fuck their cat. Yeah. Is what it boiled down to. Anyway, it was just like, when I heard the news, I was just like a quiet little, just quiet little fist pump and just like, good. Just, but there's still, there's still a cat involved here. Still what? one more cat. That needs well, to the cat they kept doesn't really like to go outside that much. So that's how they sort of reached... My opinion, especially the way things are with the wildlife at the moment. Hundred percent, cats should be indoors. Or that's it. I couldn't agree more. And I think most people who understand the damage they do feel the same way. Yeah, but people that own cats don't give a fuck. They're just like the cats themselves. No fucks given. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to wonder about cat people. 
<laughs> so, no, no, so I no. fully fully agree with you. <laughs> if I met a woman, if I was single again, in mm. fact, th- I think this has happened. Uh, when I was internet dating, I'd be flicking through people and go, oh, she looks all right. Bang, see a cat. Nah, fuck. Gone. Next. What, just the, the mere presence of a cat? Gone. Not interested. Oh, you got to have your deal breakers, I guess. I, I'm not a cat person, and, I, and if uh, it wouldn't matter how hot they were or how nice they were or I bet they got a cat boom <laughs> I don't give a fuck I'm out it's either me or the cat baby pretty much <laughs> and, and I know what the answer's going to be so it's easier if I just go nah, next I, I've always said that if you can tell from most cats that if they were you know 100 kilos heavier they'd be chomping on your face oh 100% they, they wouldn't hesitate they'd take you out yeah but you take a dog, man. Although, yeah. have you seen on the news? You what? say chomping on your face. Oh, God. You keep going with your story. This is good. You're going to laugh when you see it. <laughs> Actually, this. case in point, friggin' Andy at work got done by his cat. What do you mean got done by his cat? He was he was in bed. The cat jumps up, claws him straight in the friggin' eyeball. <laughs> and he had like his big... Suck, sucked in. Big puffed up eyelid with all scratches and shit on it. That's like, what you get for owning a cat. Yeah, he's probably gonna get some sort of infection in his brain from it. It was, it was like, and that's that's like supposed to be your companion, your pet, and that's 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 what happened to him. When on the other hand, so this, oh, see this this person's having a photo shoot with a with their friend's dog. Yeah, it's like a Alsatian or a German Shepherd or something. Dog's not happy. Ah, oh, that would have just been a nip. Oh no. <laughs> the dog bit her intentionally fucked her face up oh, stitches are- <laughs> looks like she's been surfing at Windang mate <laughs> oh Jesus the dog went savage on her mate just fucking chomped on let her me, head let me guess she's, just, she's suing her friend probably I, don't, I, don't, probably. I haven't read it all I'll, I'll just laugh at the picture because it's just like <laughs> yeah she got drilled that was, that was like about 30 stitches man <laughs> anyway yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you don't get sad. I mean, if it was me and it was an Alsatian and it wasn't my dog because I think it wasn't her dog. Yeah. I'd be staring my fucking. Why head. were they doing a fucking photo shoot? Who knows, mate? You've got to read it. You, you know, know what Instagram twats are like. <laughs> Is that the truth? <laughs> I'm going to be an influencer. <sighs> <laughs> oh shit! So you want to hear a funny story? Al? Um, I mean, that's kind of the idea of what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's not not what I was getting at. I was getting at more along. You've already heard it, but I'm going to put it on the recording anyway. Yeah, yeah. Treat treat the listeners. So all twelve of them. Yeah, yeah. So um, as you all probably know, that I'm going to uni. Get that boast in again. Um, it's not really a boast, but whatever. No, because if you got the money, you could pretty much go. It's not like that though. You do, you do realise that it's not that easy. Okay, tell you sorry. Anyway, so. Um, Go. To, there's a get started thing that they do for new uni students. You go there and they give you a bit of a spiel about the best way to do things and sure. life at uni and all the rest of it. Anyway, so a lot of people, a lot of the kids that were going, they bring their parents and there was a parent sort of talk and all this other stuff. So we walk in um, and there's like four lecture halls and there's three for the students and then one for the parents and they're obviously having their separate little talk um and we're like oh which which um which one do we go into like does it matter which one we go into for whatever talk because i was thinking if there's three lecture halls and there's three different talks going on 
Which one? Which one's best? Yeah. Yeah, but it turns out that they all do all three of them. Mm. So anyway, um, and they're like, "Oh, the parents are over there," <laughs> and I'm just like, "Fuck off! I'm like a student." <laughs> They've gone. Oh, over that way, boomer. And they're like, "Oh, okay, this way then." <laughs> well, they shouldn't have been so presumptuous to have assumed. No. <laughs> anyway. Well, they're not wrong. I mean, you do have a kid who, you know, is old enough to be at university. So, yeah, cut him some slack. Yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> but it's... But let's be fair with the whole fucking way that... I'm going to be a bit boomerish and say something here. You're going to snowflake it? A little bit. <laughs> you know how they, they've got that attitude of, oh, you can't single people out and blah, blah, blah. Shouldn't profile them, They yeah. just fucking did it to me. They, they, were, they were trying to me. help. They weren't doing it to they, discriminate. No. They were trying to just help. Oh, you fucking help me with you, my bags. You, oh. you, were, you were confused about what to do. You you know, big crowd. You were feeling a bit... No, we, we <laughs> actually... I was quite specific when I asked them. I said, which one's the best one to go to? Which one's got the least amount of people in it? Yeah. And it turned out they were all fucking jam-packed. Oh, everyone's keen, eh? Yeah. Well, if everyone's keen. I think they... In, I don't know how many students they have at uni. It's got to be fucking thousands, doesn't it? Oh, in terms of like a uh, like a freshman class, yeah. How many altogether? I don't know. It'd be a couple of thousand. Yeah, I reckon it would be. Yeah. So first day is going to be fucking bedlam. It's going to be fucked up there the first day. Well, they have the whole orientation week. Yeah, I know. The good thing about that is, I think they they space that out. Yeah, and you yeah, get exactly. you get your slot to go. And I think they even get. The new students start a bit before, like the second and third year students. Is this like, <laughs> is that is that like when you go into high school, they bring all yeah. the year sevens in and then the year twelves to sort of mentor them on the second day and then they slowly creep in all the ones that are getting closer to them so that they bring, get bashed on their first day. Bring in the rest of general population. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Some things never change. <laughs> well, given that you're a, Soon to be a, a scholar, scholarly man. Possibly. Mang- mangled that. <laughs> and, and you were supposed to be one. <laughs> um, I, I saw an interesting um, online debate. It was kind of like people arguing the point, as, as a lot of people do on the internet. It's about how they prefer to spell the word come. What, wait a minute. As in orgasming. Jism. Yeah. So C-O-M-E, old school... Oxford Dictionary or C-U-M, Gangster from the Streets? I mean, it can't be confused if it's Gangster from the Streets come. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all right. I have come. If you put C-O-M-E, it's like, that's nice. Let's go to (laughs) the cinema or something there. Some people are getting nuanced with it, but where they would use C-O-M-E as the verb... But C-U-M as a noun. So, I've I've just come, C-O-M-E, and now I've got a handful of come, C-U-M. Was, yeah, was that no, was their yeah. argument? Is that what their argument was? Like, That's how they would spell it. So, what, if it's, if so it's the like, same I, thing that they're, they're like, talking about... It's spe- well, one's, one's the action and one's the, the object, the physical... Yeah, but... It, don't worry about that. <laughs> Not for you, but some... This is why it was a debate. Dumbass. It's fucking stupid. If the word is the word, doesn't matter which way you're using it, it's still the same words. 
Is it not? Like I'm, uh, well, I mean, if you want to break it down, communication's just about the idea of, you know, moving a message from your brain to someone else's. Uh, let's just make it easy. Let's just use jism or jizz or Skeet. splooge. <laughs> There's definitely a diverse range to choose from. Yeah. If they say, which cum are you talking about? I'll go the splooge type. <laughs> That's where you just raise your eyebrows and wink. <laughs> Whichever one you want. Anyway. That, okay. <laughs> I've never even thought about it before. That's why I thought, thought it was interesting. I mean, it's no brainer for me. It, it, there's no there's no way of miscommunicating it if you use the C-U-M word. Yeah. I think if you did like the family feud sort of surveyed 100 people, like 80, uh, 80 or 90% definitely using the U. Yeah. Like you said, it's is there probably is there, is there any dumbasses that dumbasses that use K U M? Oh, that's getting pretty edgy. Maybe, maybe for a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's what we sunk to. Well, that's what you sunk to. I never started this shit. I, uh, you know, once you start analysing the English language, man, there's some pretty weird stuff going on. Yeah over thousands of years of nicking other languages' words. Yeah. I always get confused with which where. Oh, that's a... I'm getting better at it now, but up until probably six months ago, I was always on Struggle Street with with which where to use. you got to stop and think about it. And there. There, I always got confused with there and where. Like, which one is... Yeah. I'm good now. I'm pretty good. Well, where and where is the other one I used to get... like confused with as well. Like which one's the were and which one's but now I know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just The were is W H E R E, right? It's <laughs> <is> confusing again. <laughs> no. Well the W H is when it's an actual place. Where? Where are you going? Yeah, but see that's what's annoying. Like you don't say hair, H E R E. That's here. So that should be where. Man. I'm just saying there's, no there's so many examples like this in in English. That it's like, how do you navigate that if you're learning English as like a second language, right? Yeah. I mean, the other thing too is like, we we are, we like, like contraction, yeah. We are e apostrophe are yeah. Yeah, that's we are. Yeah. But then you take that apostrophe out, and it's already were. Mm. <laughs> For the sake of one bit of punctuation, it's still it should be that should be we. But mm. a different type of we. How it's pronounced. It's, <laughs> Yeah, I, anyway, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. I, I've got some beefs with some, some words. I've got some b- big beefs with them. I, I read a thing the other day that said, and I don't, I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but they were estimating that there's more people outside of English-speaking countries who can speak English now than there are inside of English-speaking countries. Yeah. I mean, I tell you, this is actually, that's a good point, And this brings up, okay. <laughs> brings up something that I thought the other day. I'm pretty sure I aired it with Catherine. You know, and this is a boomer thing, like not for me. Like I've heard my parents say this, and it fucking does my head in. It's obviously Ooh. a very ignorant thing to say. When they speak into somebody from overseas, yeah, and they get off the phone or away from from that person, they're like, "What a fucking idiot, fucking dumbass," or something like that. So I'm like. Are you fucking for real? Can you speak their fucking language? Exactly. They can speak their language and your fucking language and they're having a little bit of trouble understanding you 
<laughs> and you're calling them a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Well, why don't we do it in their language and they'll probably be able to fucking blitz it. Because you see the same thing with tourists. They're like trying to speak English to someone they don't understand. So they speak louder and slower. Like that will make a difference. <laughs> oh, that's a typical English thing to do too. <laughs> I mean, there's that Ricky Gervais joke, isn't it? When you go over to you go over to France uh, and you <laughs> you point at the menu, and if they still don't understand what you're saying, you say it louder. If they still don't get it, you fucking shout and then smash the place to pieces. <laughs> well, I mean, fr- France must be second after English in terms of languages around you reckon? the world. Well, they still do that thing at the Olympics, right, where they announce in English and then in French. Are you sure it's French? Yeah, because I think the whole thing is that. The IOC, I think it's technically, it's the fr- a French organization. I thought it was Greek. Nah, I don't think it's been Greek for thousands of years. Because <laughs> it's the modern Olympics. Yeah, still thought it had some sort of Greek. Well, we've got, um, to it. we've got Winter Olympics this year, is it? I don't know. I think it's in Japan. We'll have to, we'll have to say, shit, they might be a threefer. They might do English, French, and Japanese. Mate, I'm telling you now, the Japanese are going to kill it. They're going to do a really good job. They did a fucking brilliant job of the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. I mean, it might actually be in Japan. I might well, have that wrong. I don't care. If it is, it'll be better. Because they did one. Nagano was not that long ago. Man, I don't follow that shit. The Olympics. Not really. Jesus. I don't think I've watched anything from the Olympics, the last one. Really? Yeah, I'm fucking not interested in it. You should have been, man. England kicks ass at the Olympics these days. Now, here's a theory for you. And it's becoming a bit of a stat that um, if you hold the Olympics, mm. generally you won't do brilliantly. You'll do okay. But the years following, the Olympics following, is when you usually blitz it. All right. This is kind of the theory that everyone gets kind of pumped about the Olympics and starts. Well, no, it's because they've put all this money in that into the... Uh, you have all the facilities. Facilities. Yeah. And then they're able to train them all a lot better. And it's become a thing like England blitzed the last Olympics which were um, in fuck where were they the... Brazil Brazil but the year, the time before that they were in London yeah right so the theory is Brazil might do a lot better than they usually do at the next Olympics see Australia I have to keep an eye Australia yeah. their gold medal tally went through the roof after the Australian Olympics it was the Athens Olympics yeah yeah so and the US, they, I'm pretty sure they had the Olympics a while back too. Uh, US have got to be exceptions to the rule. They always do good. But you look at it, guaranteed, the host nation, you look at the average medal tally before that and then the yeah. one after it, it spikes. That's really interesting. I, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, I read something about that a while back. So, because they were always, uh, Australia were always going to do really well in the 2004 Olympic Games. Mm. And they did, and the yeah. and the ones after that too makes sense. Especially if you got like, I was thinking as well that yeah, if you've got like kids who are like twelve or thirteen or whatever, and actually can like go to the Olympics and watch the world's best in their sport, then all of a sudden you know they're trying harder or they've yeah. you know get the dream or whatever happens, and that motivates them to perform as well. Yeah, so there's interesting little stats. There's for a you. little life hack. <laughs> If you want to get good at sports, host the Olympics. Yeah, and it's then and then the year the following Olympics, get on the gambling, <laughs> bet on everything for that country that was the, the time before. Yeah, right. So you're you're back in the Brazilians, hey? Oh, no, they won't do anything. They were shit to begin with. 
They normally they do they do okay in the judo and stuff, don't they? I don't know. Like I said, I don't watch it. I Be- don't beach volleyball. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Do you know we where were we the other day? We might have been in Perth. I don't know if it was Perth or somewhere else. Hmm. Saw a fucking indoor beach volleyball centre. That seems weird. It was fucking bizarre, and it wasn't anywhere near the fucking beach either. <laughs> They're just bringing a truckload of sand. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to keep topping it up. It'd be a nightmare. Whatever. I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. Why would you build it indoors? So you can use it. So the neighborhood all the time. neighborhood cats don't shit in the sand. Oh, fucking cats again. <laughs> They're roaming around. Fucking, I mean, it's hard to ruin the beach because it's already fucked anyway. But a cat, <laughs> a cat could definitely do it. Well, I mean, that's another thing. Cats are fucked at. You stand in their shit with bare feet, you could probably die from it, from fucking toxoplasmosis. Yeah, no, that's that's actually really true. So another reason why cats are fucking shit cunts. That's the thing. Uh, what for pregnant women? That's a thing, right? Well. It was in train spotting. I mean, I know it was a movie, but it is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Dude fucking dot it from train spotting. Ends up having a fucking aneurysm in his brain from it. Irene from Home and Away. Here's an interesting <laughs> fact. She got it. Like back in the 90s. There you go. Yeah. That's some obscure trivia. <laughs> Soap opera death. Yeah, anyway. She didn't die, but she was pretty... Yeah, anyway. I don't know. She wasn't really sick, but she, she was sick in the... TV show. I don't know. Well, how the fuck do I know this shit about Home and Away? <laughs> You're English man. Neighbours and Neighbours and Home and Away was like staple before we moved out. Then we got here and was like, that shit's garbage. I don't want to watch that crap anymore. I mean, I assume those shows are still going. I wouldn't. I don't know. No. Oh, if they were, I probably wouldn't know who's on there anyway. No. They've probably still got some of the golden oldies going. Yeah. I mean, what else are they going to do? I, I do remember something came up on Facebook it's either Facebook or some trivia thing that we were doing. And remember Dr. Carl on Neighbours? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. His wife, I don't even remember what her name was. I can see him in my mind's eye. Yeah, well, his wife, I remember she got hit in the head or some shit and she got like um, amnesia. Right, lost her memory. But she she thought she was like a teenage girl. <laughs> like that was that went on for like a few weeks or some shit and he's trying to convince her that he's her uh, husband and she's like you uh, you old pervert yeah <laughs> I remember that being a thing oh man can you imagine having to like write that many episodes like that many scripts <sighs> you'd be pulling all sorts of shit out of your ass for that but it's always the same shit happens fucking it, it cycles no doubt. Someone goes missing or someone turns evil. It's the same shit they try and manufacture in reality TV. They just, they put the absolute craziest people they can together. So there's going to be like guaranteed conflict. Yeah. And then they don't let the conflict happen in the, like, I remember Big Brother, like two people just <laughs> flare up at each other and they'd be full on fucking, fuck you, like going off their nana. And then the Big Brother, like, rah, rah, one of you's got to go to the diary room, separate. And I was like, it's get, just getting good. They're beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> no, I was saying they've got like duty of care. They can't let someone get flogged on live TV. <laughs> that would be that their ratings would go through the roof. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I remember the first year with Big Brother, they would, like they showed all the nudity and all the sex and shit that was going on. And then after that, they, they canned it. They wouldn't show it anymore. It's like, fucking, nobody's going to watch this shit now. <laughs> good old reality TV, hey? Yeah, well, now it's just stooped to the level of it's unscripted, what do they call it? Unscripted TV. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it's not reality anymore. It's nothing good, man. No. Nothing good for it at all. 
So, yeah, I haven't been called a boomer this week, though. There's a good stat for you as well. <laughs> you were expecting it? Oh. I, I think I'm more aware of what I'm about to go and say to some people. And I'm backing off a little bit more. I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, it's not worth it. Well, there you go. Your, your sensitivity training's paying off. I mean, today alone, I've I've gone to write or written so many things to people on Facebook and then went, nah, back off. Nah, it's not worth it. Proud of you, man. That's significant progress. Yeah, it's annoying me, though, because I just want to tell these people what fuckwits they are. So I think that's one of those things where you get, like, short-term payoff. Like, that feels good for a moment, but long-term, you're not getting anything out of that, man. You're just making making life tougher for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it, I do wonder, though, how people get by, and I do wonder how... <laughs> Uh, Does someone dress you? No, 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 no. I'm just, I just wonder. Like, I wonder how some of these people do get into university. Like, they've just come out of high school and Tell they're getting do. into university with these high ATARs or whatever, and they're doing these fucking ridiculous courses that are really hard to get into, and they're fucking retards because they're just they, like, you've enrolled. All that shit's happened. Like. When you put your application in, they send you emails and they send you instructions of everything. Sure. And then they fucking fang out a fucking thing on Facebook going, oh, when do we get our UOW email address or how do we check our UOW emails? Or what's the phone number for the administration office? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, like, you know what? Probably be a good idea for you to just go and start packing shells now because well, that's about all you got fucking coming to you if you're going to be that retarded. I think when you encounter someone like that, you've got to imagine what their home life has been like for the entirety of their life up well, until that point, right? I also wonder... They've been, they've been coddled to the max, right? They haven't had to do anything for themselves. I wonder if the reason they've managed to get into those courses is because somebody's probably helped them out to get their grades. Doing the homework for them or paying for a tutor or... Yeah. Well, I think that's part of the that sort of false idea with putting your kids in a private school, right? It's like, oh, you know, go to a, a good school, get a better score. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that 99%, but mm. there's that 1% now. I mean, I was always, no way, kids not going to private school. But I don't think I can send my kid to the local school around here. Oh, prejud- classist. Mm, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't want my, I don't want my kids socializing with why not dude not a fucking chance <laughs> we've already picked out a school we're gonna have to pay going to, going to public schools didn't do me any harm didn't do me any harm but they weren't full of scumbags were they fucking east Narrow, dog yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i just because you learn you learn some good stuff if you go like me and the boys are chatting about this at work where you actually learn a bit of street smarts if you're in a freaking dodgy school. Yeah, I know, but I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I get it. I understand. And I think a lot of parents have felt the same way, right? But how are these schools ever going to improve if... Oh, well, oh, let's experiment on my child then. No, no, but... And fuck that kid up. No chance. If you've got a body of students who aren't going there because the school has a bad rep, what if all of a sudden you did put those students in that school... Would that give it a chance to actually turn around or improve or... Look, I'm not worried about the teaching ability. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm worried about the yeah, but as the a influences package. of their peers. Well, maybe it works or, the other way. Maybe 
these kids would be a, a good influence for other kids who are disadvantaged. Yeah. See, the other thing you've got to put up with, though, as well, is all of... <laughs> so they become friends with people... These people... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, no. They're going to become friends with these kids, right? And then they're going to have parties, and then I've got to put up with their fucking parents. Dude. No. No. Dude, that's going to happen no matter what. It's not happening, mate. I'm telling you. We've already picked the school out. I'm telling you. And she's only eight months old. Classless as fuck. No, it's not classist, mate. It's just... I, I, I don't like people at the best of times, Al. You know this. Let's not make it really hard for everybody involved. You can pick and choose, mate. You don't have to talk to the Gronk parents if you don't want to. I won't be talking to the Gronk parents. <laughs> Oh man, how do we even get onto this subject? I don't know. Talking about schools and shit. Oh, we're talking about uni and then. Oh, that's because you said about sending people to private schools. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was going to ask you. Um, given these people, obviously, not prepared, right? It's probably fair to say. Yeah. What about the idea of like the gap year? Do you reckon that would have some benefit? No. Like if, if well, they- no, no, because these same people that would be doing the gap year, right? Are the entitled. Well, I'm not talking about, yeah, traipsing mummy around. And, mummy and daddy's helping you with everything. No, no. I'm talking about a proper gap year where not not traipsing around Tuscany or some bullshit, like actually going and getting a job or doing something worthwhile, volunteering or something. Dude, you know I know reckon... I, mean? I, I know I'm changing the subject slightly, but I'm going somewhere with this to answer your question. Uh, I really think you should get your Uber license and just go and drive Uber for a couple of weeks. Yep. So you can meet some of the people that I meet. You, would you get an Uber with a P-plater? No. <laughs> no. What I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to get is... Meet some people. I drive some of these people. Mm. <laughs> some of these people have gone, you know, I might work for a little bit and then go to uni and then they never have. Right. I mean, yeah. There's some special people out there. So what, what, benef- <laughs> what, be- what benefit in particular do you think the Uber driving would have? Being able to converse with a broad range of different people. Mm. yeah so you sort of, opening opening my eyes to the world so you're sort of breaking out of that bubble that they've obviously lived in and so on yeah but I'm, I'm more saying to you about you were saying oh well they're going to do the gap year and like, yeah no. you reckon just a month of uber call but, it good no 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 not for the not for them i'm talking about you you need to go out there and have a look at some of these fucking idiots because I don't think... Why the you, fuck am I <laughs> what because you asked this question and I think the answer lies in that for you whether people should do a gap year. Whether some people should... Well, maybe I mistook the question. I'm confused. Well, I thought you were going somewhere with a gap year. Like, do the gap year and then they're going to become better people. Before More they, organized type of people. Well, yeah. No, I don't think they fucking will be because the amount of people... Oh, I'm fucking late for work. Oh, and then they put the pressure on me. Like, oh, you need to get me there quick. Oh, I'll be getting you there the same fucking time I would be even if you weren't fucking late. Don't <laughs> fucking put it on me, mate. No, fair enough. No, my, my hypothesis is someone who's coming fresh out of high school who perhaps hasn't had that experience of looking after themselves, give them a year to sort that shit out, then start uni, right? Have a bit more independence, capability. Oh, you saying so they have to do a gap year if, they, if they've I'm never had it's any- mandatory, but as, as a, a more, um, more common step, perhaps. So they have to live on their own, though. No, no help from mummy, daddy. Uh, during that period I think that would probably work but I think well, if you were still be- at home nah yeah. nah because mum and dad if they're already that type of people yeah. they wouldn't be able to fucking help themselves but to yeah, keep getting I involved in shit that's probably true 
but yeah, just that general principle. So that's why when you said the Uber thing, I thought you were sort of building on that concept. No, I was more building on the fact that I've, I've, I've I, met these I, people. I, they I, still live at home with their mum and dad and they're 20 years old and they're still fucking retarded. <laughs> well, they'll probably do it till the day they die, but I'm trying to give everyone a best chance possible. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Al. I've made my opinion up of someone within 30 seconds of meeting them nine times out of 10. I think that's a thing. I think that happens with almost everybody you meet. Yeah, but I've changed it a few times with some people, but they've had to do something pretty extraordinary for me to change it. Because I think that sense gets honed over time as well. Like you can read someone quicker because you've met 12 other people that are just like them, right? So you kind of stereotyping in a way of just like, oh, okay, you're one of those. (laughs) <laughs> one of those well like you said someone's you know mummy and daddy have wiped their ass for the last 20 years yeah and just expect the rest of the world to follow suit yeah I'll I, I tell you what else shits me going back since we started with Uber what shits me is when people get in the back of the car and you're like hey how you going and it's like good no, and that's it straight to the phone I'm just like you fucking ignorant prick can't even ask me how I'm going number one like really yeah, fucking how hard is it to say hello? How you going Don't back? Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love having a chat to the driver. Because it's that thing as well. Like, I won't get in the back. I'll sit in the passenger seat. Yeah. But you, I get people sitting in the fucking front. And they'll just sit, bang, straight on the phone. It's won't weird. say a fucking word to me. And I'm just like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? It's weird, man. I, I created it to my public school experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I get a lot of people that get in the car and they don't want to have a com- can't hear that. I get a lot of people get in the car and they don't want to have a conversation with me and I won't force a conversation but I will try and have a conversation with them and I had a dude yesterday that got in the car and he, he got in and he just he was having a, he's having a bad time mm. um, I didn't know this straight off like he got in the car I was like how you going he's like yeah good um, asked me how I was I was like, yeah no worries and um, he said something and I sort of Dug a bit deeper in it. It turns out he's been to the doctors today. They've put him on antidepressants. Yeah, right. Blah, blah, blah. I had a good chat with him. Turns out he's in a fairly similar situation to what my wife's been in. So I kind of was like, yeah, you've tried doing this, 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 and this. And I said to him, you know, look, antidepressants might, you know, might be okay, but I wouldn't use them long-term if I could help it because my wife went through some pretty bad withdrawals when she got off them and mm. this, that, and the other. And um, seemed to brighten up his day and... Ended up getting a compliment on my Uber thing saying, um, thanks for the chat. Um, gave go. me a tip this morning. Yeah, that's not all bad. So he though. woke up today happier than he was when I picked him up yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with um, like your hairdressers and barbers and stuff like that, right? They're, they're you, one of the main skills they bring into the job is being a conversationalist. Yeah. I am finding I have a better day with Uber if I'm trying to have a conversation with someone but sometimes one personal can ruin it real quickly for you though yeah no doubt yeah. I don't think people would like me as an Uber driver why oh, no because you fucking drive like an idiot rude well you tailgate people it's uh, not true it is 100% true <laughs> how did this turn into a roast on my driving you speed everywhere I was thinking the speed you Go around corners too fast to make well, it really uncomfortable still, for the passenger. It's still speed. You don't have to add on to it. No, no, because you could be doing the speed limit. <laughs> but most people would slow down, whereas you don't. I haven't crashed. No, but it's uncomfortable for passengers. I'm just 
you know. I'm just I'm standing by my track record. Yeah, I think yeah, dude. Fun. The first thing I said, I don't think I'd be a good Uber driver. <laughs> so this is just no whipping a dead horse at this stage. Yeah, yeah. I, no, it was it wasn't about the driving side of things. Anyway, it was just the more getting out there and and I've, s- I've, seeing seeing what the world's really dude, like now, Alan. Because you have done my time on the streets. Yeah, I, they've they've changed, Al. They've changed. <laughs> The streets ain't gonna change me. Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we uh we touched on something earlier, which I reckon we might just leave for perhaps the next episode. So this is almost like a little tease. I, I reckon we dig into some of the uh the, the the history of Dave's online dating. Oh fuck, really? I'll I'll chip in, but <laughs> I've got nowhere near the volume of stories that Dave has. I don't think I've got that many stories. Because there was an interesting period of time where it was like. The websites were still like the main thing. There weren't really smartphone apps really kicking off. So it was kind of pre, pre-Tinder, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I've never used Tinder. Right. So what people now know about that sort of, you know, online hookup stuff, this is in contrast to that. This is kind of like the, the previous generation of interaction and technology and how that all worked. Because, man, you got some ripping story. I know. I? Yeah, I don't remember I'll, many of them. I'll write, I'll write a list to remind you, but... And I can understand. Don't, don't get me in trouble with my wife if she listens to this. You said she doesn't. It's a perfect crime. <sighs> All right, eh? We're entertaining the people, Dave. Yep. I'll I'll tell an embarrassing story about myself, so it'll be quid pro quo. Will it? Yeah. Guaranteed. Okay. I'm. I, I was. I'm going to ask you a question off air. <laughs> so tune tune in uh, next time, folks. For for dating advice. I'm gonna give people advice. I don't know if that's well. Don't don't prudent. do don't do what Dave did. There's your advice. Caution, cautionary tales. <laughs> I mean, that should be a life hack for anybody. Don't do what Dave yeah. did. Cautionary tales is probably <laughs> definitely much more. It's gonna be like. All right. So till next week. Ninety nine.